Welcome to Power Up's Ask a Health or a Fitness Expert podcast, where we have a variety of guests that volunteer to share their love of health and or fitness. They might have products or services that are all good for us, of course. Uh, but a quick disclosure, this podcast contains really just our personal opinions, our tips, advice, and suggestions, and probably a few opinions. My honorary guest today is Jake Weeks. We are going to talk about motivation. How motivated are you to talk about motivation? Oh, I'm motivated, Catherine. And I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> that everybody's motivated for different reasons. Um, when we're young, it seems like it's mostly vain reasons, I would say, probably, for, for working out. Or sports, one of the two is what really gets you into it. You either have a coach that makes you or you just want to look better for the people you're attracted to, um, which is you know, primarily what motivated me, I'd say, the two combined. And um, luckily, because of the athletic part, I was smart enough to like lift my legs as well. But you can tell when people are motivated just by looking good. They'll only work maybe certain parts of their body. Maybe the girls, it's like their arms and their abs and their butts or something. And guys, it's pecs and biceps or something. Um, luckily I was motivated to like work out my whole body. So I didn't get like a severe imbalance, but I saw that quite a bit as time's gone on though. I've definitely changed my personal motivation. I kind of stopped lifting weights consistently for a few years, just figuring rock climbing and other things I was doing was getting strength training that I needed. But after a few injuries, I realized that that's not true and I need to really target my joints and their strength. And, uh, I've gotten back into lifting weights consistently really to prevent injury so I can play sports and do the things I like. So my motivation personally has done a complete 180. Um, I know you've had some interesting stories about motivation. I mean, being a professional bodybuilder now and before that fairly sedentary, right? So tell me about what your, your path of motivation has been. Really motivation for me um, until I actually register for a show, it can fade. You know, there can be good days, there can be bad days. But when I register for a show, that motivation completely changes. I'm committed because when I sign up for something or I say that I'm going to do something, I do it. So there's that. Um, and so it's not only extrinsic. Um, I do have the drive and the desire to feel good. Um, you're right, it does shift as we get older, I think, that, you know, once we discover what it feels like to feel good, to have energy, to not have brain fog or feel hungover or, you know, having the power and the confidence and the strength to, you know, feel amazing and accomplish so much more, the motivation kind of shifts. It shifts to what it feels like on the inside. Versus, like you said, the, the beach muscles or looking sexy or, you know, uh, those things do definitely shift and change. Uh, with my clients, I really, really focus on motivation. Um, and how I do that is by them creating their own story, what they want in the future, like envisioning what it is that they want in the future and having this curated and customized and and, and a basically a piece of paper that can be added to or changed or modified on a daily basis. But something that's at their fingertips to say, you know, I'm having a really bad day. I want to make a bad decision. I want to go to McDonald's. So I tell them to pull this document out or have it on their phone and read what it is that 
why they're doing what they're doing, wanting to get healthy and, and keeping that motivation alive. Um, so this, this document is called My Motivating Factor or uh, you know, my, my story, what I want in my life and all these things, my why, I guess is another way to word it. But uh, you know, having that front and center and, and being able to read it. And also another one that I tell my clients is to get a three by five card and just write, you know, real quick things on there and um, why, why they're doing what they're doing and maybe have one in their purse or one in the car or one in their desk drawer or where it is that they're finding that they're, you know, falling off track the most and having this, this cue, this car, this, thing to go to to resort to to kind of reignite that motivation because motivation fades I'm telling you motivation is really not what gets you from a to b it really isn't in my opinion my opinion is is creating habits and rituals that um you know get you from point a to point b motivation is great but um unless you have tools or people that are keeping you motivated um, like accountability, like you and I, you know, you being a personal trainer, you keep them motivated. You're like, Hey, you know, show up to three days a week and work out with me. Um, you know, you're keeping them motivated. You're reminding them why they're doing what they're doing. Um, same with me, um, being um, a healthy lifestyle coach and, and also a personal trainer. Now I remind them why they're doing what they're doing because it is difficult. You go to the gym, you work out once, do you see a difference in your body? <laughs> you go <Not> to that, <laughs> yeah, or you go to McDonald's and you have a burger, fries, and shake. Do you see a difference in your body right away? No, but you know it's those habits. It's eating that. If you eat that hamburger, that French fry, and shake 365 days a year, are you going to see a difference in your body? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's <laughs> tough to stay motivated on like a moment-to-moment -moment basis. You know, it's easy to have one flash in the pan moment where you can be self-disciplined, yeah. but it's tough to do it consistently, and so. I know I have, and I know people in my past have like taped their goals to the mirror, just places where they see them every day. Like you said, carry a card. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's just whatever your system is, you got to really want it and you got to be willing to put in the work and develop the habits and hopefully do it in a, a sustainable way where you're not trying too much too fast. I think if we're really going to give advice for how to do this successfully, um, I think talking about what some specific goals are obviously looking good feeling better um, being able to play with your kids and have energy you know or your grandkids I think that's a big important one for me I know that the more I exercise the more energy I have it's not like you only have so much energy and once you use it you're out like I feel like exercising creates energy and my energy level is great the more exercise I get in my life you know, on average, of course, there's those days when you go hard and you need to just rest. Um, I also know that for me personally, and for people all over the world, because this has been studied extensively, exercise is directly linked to like feeling happier and those chemicals of happiness firing off in your brain. And so I believe it's some everyone should do not just for the health or for the energy and ability to play with their kids, but for your own personal happiness, just because it kicks off those chemicals, honestly, in your brain. Right. Right. And I think, you know, I, I mentioned bodybuilding and I mentioned a show and that's just a hobby. That's just something that I do for fun. And, and the reality is, is I think that having the personality that says, Hey, I have a healthy lifestyle. I am going to have all the traits and all the, uh, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to sleep 
properly. I'm going to drink the right water. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to have a healthy lifestyle. Adopting that personality or persona or, you know, just being that person that has a healthy lifestyle, I think has more motivation behind it than anything. Cause if you say, Oh, I want to run a marathon, you run that marathon, you get there, you accomplish <laughs> it. And then what, you know, that you happens quit. A lot. yeah. So having a goal is great, but I think adopting and, and putting yourself around, creating a, finding a tribe of people that have the same, desire to have a healthy lifestyle, I think is key too. And, and sure you can have, mm -hmm. you know, run a marathon or go to a tough mutter or something similar of that effect, you know, do these things. Yes, absolutely. But I think having the, the lifestyle thing, I'm not going to be lazy anymore. I want to be healthy and active um, and not just wanting it, but actually doing it and surrounding, creating an environment around you that is conducive to it, that keeps you motivated because if you're around lazy people, you're going to be lazy, period. Sorry. And this isn't just about improving your healthfulness. This is about self-improvement, period. And I believe either you care about being the best person you can, and there's a direct correlation between being the best version of yourself and having a, the best life that you can. And there's people that just don't and who want to sit and smoke and drink and hang out and not do the things that are sustainable and will really lead to their happiness. They hit that short-term happiness, but not the long-term. And healthfulness and living a healthy, active lifestyle is part of being the best version of yourself you can be. And I don't care who you are or what kind of person you think you are. We are an athletic species. We're meant to move. Your body will fuse and get stiff and you will have less quality of life and more things like back pain and joint pain and stuff if you don't move. So just from preventative, do it, but also because it will make you happier and give you more energy and make you feel like you are on the right track and you are achieving goals and you are part of a community of like-minded people who want to be better and make their families and their friends better because of that. Right. Right. And it's not saying, you know, dump all your friends that like to go and party and drink and go to the bar all the time, but maybe do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you know, less time around them. Um, there are people out there that do have healthy lifestyles have adopted it and they may be early in their journey or some of them maybe, you know, years into their journey, but being around a tribe of people that have already the motivation and drive, and just naturally have the habit of going to the gym or, you know, being active or, or doing things is, is more important than, you know, yeah, I think that that keeps your motivation strong is having a good tribe of people. And that might take a while to hunt that down. You know, meetup.com is a great one. I think people think that meetup is some sort of dating site. It's not, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's Tinder, uh, but meetup, I guess there are some single things on there, but for the most part, there's, from what I've seen is there's a lot of really good, fun, active groups in there that you can, you know, meet people and, and find, find your tribe, find the people that you want to hang out with or go to classes or um, different events around town that are, are in, you know, encouraging movement um, or healthy lifestyles or healthy cooking or, you know, it's endless possibilities, but. Um, I can't stress enough how important it is to like do it sustainably sustainably if you really want to do it because there's so many times all of us in our lives i'm going to do it i'm going to work out so many hours a day and i'm going to eat right and you just put too much on yourself and then you know after a while you can't do it and because you can't do a part of it you're just like 
forget it. This is too much. But if you just started by, I'm going to stretch five minutes a day and do that for a month and then hit the gym for 20 minutes, you know, a couple times a week and, and do that for a month and just build on those habits, your motivation will snowball and it will just get more and more in your energy level. And that's how you should approach it as a long-term thing that you have to build slowly. Yeah, I think you're right. You hit it right. Um, something really, really small. Um, I would say really for the first month, it needs to be something really small and it may be, you know, getting a gym bag, going to the gym, going in there and just doing a couple stretches and then leaving. The hardest part of working out is getting ready. You know, that's the <laughs> hardest part is getting out the door, getting those shoes on. Um, you must look great at the gym, Catherine, even better than you look on these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. So you just, what do you, what do you do? Do you not put your shoes on? Well, I don't have ready? earrings and makeup and stuff. I just roll out of bed, <laughs> throw my wrinkled t-shirt on. But, you know, I'm lucky if I put on workout pants instead of my jeans. We've talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just but, joking about that. But. <laughs> but seriously, isn't the hardest part just starting? Because once you're there, like if you run a half a mile, you've got to run back, right? Starting's always the hardest part. And you feel more anxiety in the buildup than you do once you actually are in the activity for almost everything we stress out about in this world, honestly. Yeah. Working out's fun. It's good for stress. Find, find something you'd like to do, like make that your goal. Even if it's, and I've been trying to get my parents, my sister, but even like some table tennis, mini golf, I tell them anything physical, I'll do it with you. And they struggle, but just, there's so many physical things in this world. Find something, kickbox, stretch, yoga, you know, rollerblade, dancing. Bike. dancing. Yeah. That's a favorite. Everyone loves to dance, whether you admit it or not. Everybody loves to move to music when they're by themselves. Do that. That's a great workout, stretching and cardio and muscular, yeah. depending on how you do it. Something that's fun that you don't even realize that you're working out. Um, I think, you know, for, and I'll admit when I first started my journey, I did group fitness um, and I enjoyed it. You know, it, it was now it's, you know, I mean, I like to go to a spin class on occasion. I do do orange theory once a week. So maybe that is a group class. Um, the reason why I like orange theory once a week is it just is um, like they did plyometrics last week. You will not catch me doing plyometrics <laughs> on my own. Hell no. But I did it. You know, um, I may not have been great at it. I, this girl can't jump, but I tried. I did it. And holy how, oh, I paid for it for two days. So uh, because I never do it. I don't jump. I don't. It's I avoid it. But, uh, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and trying new things and being open minded. I can't tell you how many people I talk to. I, I do like a consultation call with and they are just not open minded. They're very much wrapped around. <laughs> you know, food has to be flavorful and it has to be this and has to be that. And I'm like, you know what? You're going to have to wrap your head around the fact that food is fuel. And until you do that, this isn't going to work. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's just different concepts that, you know, our society is, is geared towards, um, being sedentary. It's geared, you know, you walk into a living room what ha what every American's living room has a giant TV, all these games, all this stuff, and all the couches are facing the TV. You know, there's no, uh, the, the, the environment is not conducive to movement. It's not inducive, conducive to having conversation anymore, or playing games or getting to know one another. We're just always on our phones and we uh, suck the I don't joy even have out a TV. Sports. Good for yeah. you. That's, that takes a lot of motivation. <laughs> Well, you're right. We suck the joy out of sports and active lifestyles. And we do send this message that the epitome of human existence is to be relaxed on some electronic device. 
you know, and it's, it's, it's not move, exercise, live life to the fullest. Like your body was meant to be used and it there will was, be healthier and you'll feel better. There was a interesting post that was posted in my Facebook community. And if you're not in it already, it's power up free group. But, um, there was an interesting article posted a couple of days ago and it said the difference between poor people and rich people. And there was like, I don't know, 28 different reasons or something of that nature. But one of them was pe poor people, um, sit and watch sports. <laughs> you know, and I love sports and I have had to talk about sports a lot with people when I work in bar and and it's such a waste of time. As much as I love it, we get all tribalistic. People get all emotional and what an incredible waste of time. And I know people, well, most of them don't even play sports and they will pass up the opportunity to play a sport to watch it. I had a great friend in football in college on a main and football team who would leave our Sunday games to go watch the Green Bay Packers because that was his routine. We never have them. And it was just, this is insane. Well, how backwards of a society. I know. I actually, it's interesting that this is coming up and I know that I feel like we're getting off of the topic, but that's okay. Uh, a few years back, I went to a Seattle Seahawks game and apparently it was a good game. I don't know. I, you know, cause like I did not see an empty seat, but I didn't pay attention to the games. I don't really understand it. Don't really care. It's not something that I want to use up my brain space for. Uh, but I was fascinated by the people around me and you're right all of them were if not really overweight extremely overweight um <laughs> but the amount of brain space they invest how much knowledge they have about sports stats and it's like these guys couldn't tell you the first thing about the stock market or what's going on in the world but they could tell you the most obscure stats about something that really doesn't matter anyway <laughs> what you're motivated to focus your energy and time on is entirely up to you i think the more you focus on things that will actually grow you as a person and grow, you know, develop your body for the better, I think the better life you'll have, honestly. That's what yeah. I'm motivated to do. I want to live the best possible life I can have. And I know that a big part of it is healthfulness. Yeah. I mean, I, it's been a long time. I think the last sports thing that I watched was Mike Tyson biting the ear off of his opponent. <laughs> That'll motivate I, you to maybe stop watching some sports. I could see that. Man, that was exciting. <laughs> I remember watching that live going. Yeah, I do, I do. That was a very, very long time ago. We won't say how long ago that was. But I think back to that. And I, and I know I, I joke about it. I have actually watched a couple of Super Bowls. But, you know, what's on those commercials is not creating a healthy lifestyle. It's not showing us a good example of a healthy lifestyle. It's all Coca-Cola, Doritos, all these different things. So, you know, are these things motivating us to become healthier? No. If they shifted those commercials to healthy commercials, I wonder if that would have an impact. Well, we, I mean, society could completely change and we could base getting together around healthful activities. Like instead of watching our kids play sports, we could all get together and play sports. And I know there's some people in groups that do that, but it's not nearly as frequent as the amount of people that get together to watch football on Sundays or just eat food at a cookout without any real physical activity to pair it with. Um, but I think, you know, if the, I think society is slowly getting more motivated to be active and healthy and we are rewarding that. And I mean, just, 30, 40, 50 years ago, gyms were almost an obscure thing. Now everyone's got a gym membership, you know, so we are trending in the right direction. People do understand how important it is. Or more than one gym membership. I have more than one gym membership. Do you? No, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't, if I had like a different, like a group fitness, like Chrome and then YMCA or something like what you got going on. But I, and I used to be very motivated by group fitness classes. It really helped me go. Now I don't need that as much. I am more intrinsically motivated. Right. Um, 
and I like to do my own thing for the most part. But yeah, I, I would do two different types of gyms or like a climbing gym and a, a basket and a workout gym. I've definitely done that. And I'll probably do that again this winter as the weather deteriorates. But right. yeah, but not so, two of the same types. So motivation. What is the lesson in our podcast today? I don't know. What do you think? The, I mean, it's weird because if people aren't motivated, then can we inspire them with anything? We said, did something we say about energy or feeling happier, maybe finally send someone over the edge. I hope so. I think the most important thing that you've said is that being motivated isn't enough. You have to start building in little daily habits and just start putting in the real work. Cause right now you got the idea, but now you got to put in the work and start small and start sustainable. And if you are looking for ideas for motivation, call me. Fitandhappyclub.com is where you can, you know, find my number and, and research about me. And I can definitely help you get motivated. And one thing I like to do personally for my clients to help them get motivated is help them develop new skills like mm-hmm. kickboxing or balance skills, things that they can actually see themselves improving at. And then they're like, wait, I didn't even know that I should have the goal to be able to balance on one leg and, you know, do that for 30 seconds or a minute. But now that's a pretty cool goal. And I can see how it helps me in my daily life. And So I try to find little ways to motivate people, even if they are already motivated with, I just want to get in better shape. I'm like, oh yeah, have you thought about this aspect of athleticism? How about that one? You want to be able to climb the first 10 feet of a tree with your kids or you want to feel like you're, you know, can't even do something that little kids can do. Like try and be creative with the motivation. What do you think? No, I totally agree. I think you made a good point. You know, um, if you've been to Disneyland or Disney World, you look around and some of these parents are just out of breath and, you know, just <laughs> t- dying, you know, you've got to have the motivation to at least be able to enjoy the experience of going to Disneyland or Disney World because guaranteed you're going to walk like nine miles that day. So, you know, I mean, I think that that's just having a quality of life now and into your 80s or 90s, whatever that should look like. Um, I think that we don't think about that long term. We think about, you know, maybe let's smoke a cigarette right now because it's going to make me feel good in the moment. Um, it's really not smoking the cigarette that people are, you know, addicted to. It's that release of stress or whatever. So I think mm-hmm. it's finding something that can replace that. And exercise is so good. Exercise yeah. is so good at that. Yeah. And sustainable. And, and I know so many people that are addicted to cigarettes and alcohol, and it's just something I try all the time to just let them know exercise is what helped me quit drinking. Honestly, like I really consciously replaced alcohol with physical activity and it helped a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. glad you said that. Well, Jake, thank you for the continuous fun and support on this podcast. I love our conversations that you sometimes get off track, but I think that's really fun and useful for those of our listeners that are watching this. So thank you so much for tuning in and until next time. Thanks Catherine for motivating me as always. (laughs) All right. Till next time. All right. Thanks. Bye.